Hello and welcome everybody. Welcome to Tanz Has Talk, the world's only English language program focusing primarily on Hungarian folk music. I am your host, Kalman Magyar Öcsi. Episodes of Tanz Has Talk, which combine a mix of music and stories delivered by myself, are, are available, as always, on tanzhas.com or on YouTube. Just search Tanz Has Talk and subscribe so you don't miss anything. Um, and today we have an episode of Tansas Talk Interviews. This is where I delve into long-form interviews with a variety of guests. And um, episodes of Tansas Talk Interviews are available on all popular podcast platforms, Spotify and, and uh, Google and Apple, of course. Make sure you subscribe and give me a review, please. Today's episode is a part of the Tansas Talk Masterclass series where I go in-depth, full-on, folky nerd speaking uh, out as speaking um, or geeking out, I guess, as we explore various um, minutia of aspects of Hungarian folk music and sometimes dance with one of Hungarians leading experts on the subject. And that here is Shoma Shalomon from Hungary. Shoma holds a DLA, that's a Doctor of Liberal Arts, is a research fellow at the Institute of Musicology in Budapest, a program editor of traditional music genres for the House of Music Hungary, and one of Hungary's most in-demand folk musicians and teachers. And as a bonus today, this is a live, first ever live episode in front of a studio audience. We are here at Chipka Camp 2022 in Brooklyn, Michigan, Sauk Valley. And I'm going to turn around and have everybody say hello. Thank you. All right. The price is right. All right. So today's lecture or masterclass discussion is with Professor Shalomon Shomo and we're talking about the Nyarad Menta region which is one of the, uh, the, the regions being covered both dance-wise and music-wise at, at this camp and um, Shoma's expertise uh, in terms of his dissertation work for his to get his DLA which he completed recently is in this area of Nyarad Menta. What was your DLA about Shomo? Hi, Uchi. Hi. So it's so nice to be here in the Dance House Talks, the first live Dance House Talk with you, and also with in front of live audience. So uh, if the listeners will hear louder uh, during the uh, studio louder during the during the podcast, it will be not artificial. I think. <laughs> so this show is aired uh, in front of a live audience. That's what they say. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so uh, about uh, the, my topic. So uh, I. Your question was, what my dissertation is about, right? Yes. Okay. So, uh, actually, my dissertation uh, is about uh, a comparative analysis uh, based on inter-ethnic relations in Transylvanian folk music, <coughs> analyzing and uh, examining one particular uh, body of uh, collected tunes by Bela Bartók, uh, collected in a one particular uh, field working trip in 1914 where he uh, recorded uh, music uh, at the beginning of uh, he began this uh, trip at uh, uh, 4th of April 1914 and, and finished around the 25th, 25th of April so he spent roughly two weeks uh, in field uh, and uh, in this field uh, field trip it's a very special one because because uh, before 
uh, this field, field trip Bartok had numerous field trips, uh, field recording trips, uh, where he uh, recorded uh, uh, ethnic music from ethnic Hungarians, ethnic Slovakians, ethnic Romanians. Uh, but uh, before this one, he basically always did these uh, researches in areas which were uh, mostly ethnically, uh, ethnically homogeneous, so inhibited by mostly one ethnicity. So, for example, when he wanted to record Seke music, he went to Djerdjo, which is a Seke territory, and uh, when he recorded, uh, for example, uh, Romanian music, he went to the Hunyat County, which is the southern part of Transylvania, and and and. Oh, technically fully Romanian. But in this uh, very uh, journey, Bartok started uh, his, uh, his journey, his field recording journey, in the upper part of Moros River, north of Sanslegen in Transylvania. And first, uh, in the first few days, he, he recorded only uh, villages which are uh, uh, exclusively Romanian inhabited villages, Romanian villages, and then he moved through the contact zone between the uh, southern uh, Nyaradmente, uh, and I, I think that will be the primary focus of, of uh, today's talk, where uh, which is which is a which is a Hungarian region, uh, or more precisely inhabited by Seke Hungarians. So Bartok started in completely Romanian uh, area, then moved through the contact zone with, uh, of of Romanians and Hungarians, and arrived or arrived to to Nyaradmente, and uh, this. Uh, uh, re, uh, this journey, the, the, the material, the tune stack, uh, the items, which are called, musical items, which are called in this uh, field recording, show uh, a pretty comprehensive, uh, uh, comprehensive uh, image of uh, of the at first of the, of the contemporary traditional music of these settlements. And also, there are a lot of uh, you you can or one can monitor all the inter-ethnic relations between uh, between the traditional music of uh, of Romanians and traditional music of Hungarians. And uh, my focus, of course, was flute music, uh, since Bartok's uh, most of his instrumental uh, records are uh, flute recordings. However, uh, uh, soon we will show you uh, uh, a phonograph uh, recording from this uh, from this trip from Nyaradremeta, which will be uh, actually a violin uh, tune. So this is, I think, right up Shoma's alley, because as you know, you may know, not just plays Hungarian music, but. Romanian music. Last night at the campfire, there was Balkan music, uh, Serbian, Romanian. Um, uh, uh, what else did we play? All kinds of stuff. Bulgarian, yes. So I don't say I'm accomplished in these musical styles. Yes, no, no. I'm not saying you're completely comfortable, maybe in that styles, but but the <laughs> point is, I think Shoma is very open-minded, and I, I so was Bartok, obviously, with his research. Yeah, uh, sorry, just interrupt yeah. you. That's what. That's a very important thing, because in terms of Bartok's approach. Uh, uh, after this journey, where Bartok encountered with with Romanian and Hungarian music and the interethnic relations at the same time, uh, th this was, I think, the, the how to say the the, the first impetus for Bartok uh, uh, to to investigate more uh, more interethnic. So 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 to 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 turn his research his research focus toward interethnicity. And uh, and that's something uh, so that that uh, how to say formed Bartok's approach, and uh, and all the subsequent uh, Hungarian ethnomusicology ethnomusicology research generations generations of researchers had the same approach, which was based by legacy of Bartok, which uh, considers uh, uh, folk music 
uh, in the Carpathian Basin and also in Transylvania, which is a long time multi-ethnic uh, territory, as a kind of shared culture and 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 uh, and uh, not necessarily biased towards uh, <coughs> ethnic-based et appropriation of. Of, of certain musical phenomena, and we can uh, we can uh, we we inherited this kind of approach from Bartok, and Bartok's uh, first impetus was possibly this trip. Mm -hmm. So before we go on to talk about the research history, we will have dance uh, some show some videos as well and some uh, listen to some music. But um, let's maybe you could grab the mic, show my idea to drive the uh, the laptop in the back. But the, let's get our bearings straight on the geography, and if you're watching on YouTube here, I'm going to flip the camera so you can follow along. Yeah, so actually why we are uh, talking about this region since uh, the, the dance and the, the dance material of, of uh, this year's Chipka camp is uh, folk dance from Nyaracheya, which is in Nyaradmente. Uh, by the way, it's very important that not, not uh, in the sub-region, which was my focus in my doctoral dissertation, but not far from there. So we can uh, make a holistic or comprehensive overview about all the regions and, uh, and geographic, exact geographic location of Nyaradmente. So here we see the Carpathian Basin pretty much, uh, and, and all the names of, uh, of areas where Hungarians live are indicated with uh, their ethnographical uh, names. It, this map uh, was created, by the way, by uh, Hungarian ethnomusicologist uh, Istvan Pavai. And uh, now I will zoom a little bit and I will uh, Escort you to Yaranete. <laughs> so, we make a zoom here. Yes. So we can see it. This is the Moros River. The central part of Transylvania and it's Sekefold here. And this river is Nyarad. Uh, it's very important uh, that, uh, I don't know, you see my cursor? Yes. Okay. So it's very important that Nyarad Mente is part of the so-called Sekaifold. Uh, and uh, the Sekaifold has uh, different traditional uh, subdivisions, uh, administrational subdivisions than counties, which were in, uh, in, uh, in the Hungarian administration. The Sekaifold uh, had, uh, because the, the inhabitants of the Sekaifold, the Sekais had different legal status in the Hungarian kingdom. Uh, they were always uh, free people, so they were not peasants, uh, as uh, as uh, so-called Varmegyi uh, Hungarians, the Hungarians uh, 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 from the counties, because the Sekes had a, 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 a semi-military uh, military status, and and uh, and therefore they 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 uh, possessed a, a special legal status. And that was also true for their uh, administrative divisions, which were sake. So sake or uh, can be translated into seats in English. There was Utvarhelyszék, Csíkszék, uh, and Marosszék. These are the, the, the three main sakes and Háromszék. Utvarhelyszék, Csíkszék, Marosszék, Háromszék. And these seats uh, were divided to, to subdivisions, uh, Fiúszék. And uh, Nyarad Mente was historically uh, belonged to the uh, Szeretaszék Fiúszék, but within Moroszék. Uh, and it's very important that then uh, here, the Felső Moros Mente, here, here we can see the, 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 the border of Székelyföld. So Hungarians living here and uh, other ethnicities living here were uh, Vármegyei. Uh, uh, ethnicities, so they were peasants. They had, they were not not Sekais, and Sekais 
are here. And, and, and as we uh, all know, SECA has, has a very uh, a unique and very, very strong uh, and proud uh, group identity, which is, uh, which is because of their, uh, their uh, status in the uh, historical Hungary. <coughs> okay, so that's Felső Morosmente and that's Nyárád Mente. I uh, have a more detailed map with all the uh, village names. Here we have the Nyárád River here. So uh, in Nyárád Mente there are three ethnographical subdivisions. First, the southern part of Nyárád Mente here. It's called uh, because, uh, because of its uh, 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 fertile soil, which made it very, uh, which made it very, how to say, uh, agricultural. Agriculture. So because, because, because of its agricultural activity and, and, uh, and, and because of the, the, the vegetable harvesting and the vegetable uh, growing was a very important profession in this region. It's called Murokorsag or uh, Carrot County. <coughs> Carrot County by the locals. Um, it's a kind of mocking name, actually. Uh, and uh, there is a so-called Sandford, which is here. There's the up northern upper Nyaradmente. Uh, <coughs> northern upper Nyaradmente. Sandford. It's called Sandford because the other regions' religion in Nyaradmente in, uh, in uh, was reformed. And the reformed locals or reformed neighbors called uh, this part because they were Catholic, Roman Catholic. They called them Sandford, which means Holy Land. <coughs> yeah. And we also have this part. Uh, as we see, there are uh, springs of, of streams here because this, that this one is a mount called Bekech. And this is the so called Bekechaya where Nyaradsheya, actually the village uh, uh, from which the, the, the current material uh, <coughs> comes, sorry, is and Nyarad Magyarors as well. So we have Szentföld, Bekecsalja and Muropország. Maestro needs some water. <coughs> okay, so this is the basic geographic overview. Do we all see Nyaradsheya? Well, let's uh, point to Nyaradsheya. Which is up there, oh, very up very and very to very the cool, right. Where's the cursor? I don't find the arrow. Yeah, yeah right there. So it, and you can point to it uh, with your finger. Okay, so this is an area that, to be honest, we don't really talk much about. You know, it's not one of the usual suspects in terms of the discussion of Mezoshi, Kalotasek, etc. So, um, you know, it, it, but it's. In terms of the research history, it's obviously got a robust history because you know, Bartok and those before him were there. So, uh, Shoma, why don't you talk a bit about the, the research history with respect to this area, which I think it might be a little too much information, but I think it's, it's interesting to put it into context as we go into looking at and listening to some of these recordings. Yes. Uh, so the research history of this region, especially the Moro 6, starts in... Uh, uh, 1908, uh, where when Janos who was uh, a young ethnomusicologist, also a native of uh, of uh, the Sekei village Kiped, published a monography about uh, the folk music and folk dances of his his uh, his native village, and it was a very important thing because Bartok and Kodai they were urban dwellers. 
they were ur urban dwellers, so they had no connection by this time with the, with the, so they were just rookies actually in this in this in this period. Uh, in the meantime, Shepard was a trained uh, musicologist, but actually uh, uh, originally a villager Sekai. So uh, in his uh, in his monograph, uh, which is called Sekai Tanzokrol, uh, <coughs> where he uh, where he just uh, lists all the dance names, all the dance cycles, all the phenomena, <coughs> phenomena in dancing, in Kibed, there uh, Shaprudi uh, uses not only his field recordings, which he did actually with, the, with, the, with his uh, fellow villagers and with the local musicians. Unfortunately, these uh, phonograph cylinders were lost later, but we have all the transcriptions of them. But Shepherdy also used his childhood memories, so uh, he uh, lists, uh, lists uh, I, I don't know, at least, I don't know, six to, to eight names to each dance, with uh, very, uh, variations of local names. So it's a, it's a, it's a, a, a very, very valuable source for, for the music of, uh, of, of Kibir. So that was, that was Shepherdy Anosh. Uh, however, Kibet is not in the Nyarad Mente, but at the beginning of the 20th century, its music and dance was completely identical uh, of, uh, with the music of Nyarad Mente. Uh, later, it started to be uh, similar to the Shovideki music, which is in Udvarhei. Later, there was this... Uh, uh <coughs> Excuse me. We need a cough button. <laughs> yeah. So, later, there was this this uh, special uh, field uh, trip of Bartok in 1914, and then in the second half of the uh, 20th century, uh, the folk dance uh, research and the folk dance filming uh, started to uh, to begin uh, in uh, in the 60s. Uh, there was Vigvari uh, Reju uh, there, for example, uh, who's a, who was one of the one of the one of the most prominent collectors of the of the 1960s. He he by the way was not a not a traditional uh, revivalist like Martin or uh, or or or, a, or a ethnomusicologist, but he was a, a composer in the state folk ensemble in the Moiseyev era. And uh, the big body. Uh, it's very interesting because because uh, he still uh, he's still alive. He's 91 years old, and three weeks ago I visited I visited uh, him with my colleagues from the Institute of Musicology to make a, a, a live interview with him, uh, and uh, he shared a lot of in interesting things with us. And uh, uh, he he made actually the silent films, for example, Nyaira from which you are learning the figures, and. Uh, <clears throat> uh, and then Martin also made recordings. Martin Jord and uh, uh, I, I, I hope you'll have a little time to, to watch these archive videos. And uh, also, we have to mention a very important person who's called Lurin Slayosh, who was an uh, individual from Korond. <coughs> so he was an individual from Korond, uh, and he was a kind of. Uh, 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 a village guy who, who just started to collect uh, folk music without any uh, professional training, but he, he, he became one of the most important collectors of, of Nyarad Mente and also of Shovide uh, and also the Felsham Mente. 
So for example, Vic Vargajo made his recordings together with the Ritzler, so and he was also a choreographer and, and, uh, and uh, uh, leader in the Morosh Ensemble. So he's a very important person in the, in the history of Transylvanian culture in the second half of uh, the 20th century. Uh, and also we have to mention one more name who's, uh, who's uh, uh, I'd say, a great fan of this region and, and uh, spent a lot of time with collecting folk music in, in Nyarad Mente, in Felsomoros Mente, who's uh, András Vavinets. And who has been there before. <laughs> Vavinets András has been in Montreal once or twice for the winter camp. Um, Shomo, how about we listen to the 1914 um, recording of Bartok? Can we do that? Oh yeah, of course. Of yes. Course. So now the, the notion that he mentioned, why don't you set that up? And I will, um, I'll just mention this, this notion that one dance has multiple names. Um, you know, we could do example, but there's Chardash or Yartato or, yeah. you know, what, I mean, there's yeah. all kinds of names. So this, this is different because when you go on an isolated recording or field trip and you ask, or field recording trip and you ask somebody, what is this? And he says, Chardash, okay. And then you ask the next person, they say it's Yartato, it's the same damn thing, but you wouldn't know that. So uh, that, that's why the work of, 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 of Shepardi, uh, the early work of Shepardi seems very important because he was able to, to categorize all these various ways people call things into one, and it turns out there's actually only this amount of dances, but everybody calls it something else. Yeah, also, so, also Shepardi uh, highlights certain changes uh, in the, in the uh, dance uh, fashions of, this of his times. So, uh, uh, Shepardi just writes the Yartatos, the, the, the old Yartatos, Dance uh, uh, is turning to Chardash in front of our eyes. That was that was mm. the, actually a process which 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 was at the beginning of 20th century. If you have time, I I I I'd gladly uh, uh, talk a little bit about comparing Yartatosh with Chardash because they uh, they are actually the, the, the same <coughs> dance, the dance cycle beginning slow couple dance. But now uh, we listen to uh, Bartok's recording from Nyarad Remete. Right, so from Nyarad Remete, <coughs> this is during his 1914 trip upon which Shomo had based yeah. his, his, um, his dissertation on. Yes. Yes. Okay, so uh, we will see, or let's see, we will listen here, Muska László, a primash, fiddler from Nyarad Remete, he plays a shebesh. It's very important to tell that he's... Uh, uh, his style and uh, this uh, tune um, was disliked by Bartok actually, and that's the, uh, he 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 writes his, writes this in his uh, letter uh, because uh, as we will see that the rhythmic structure of the tune is quite unstable, and that's why perhaps Bartok did not deem it as as too valuable. He 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 turned towards flute music instead. What music? Flute music. Flute music. Flute music. Sorry, my apologies, I got it.
artists rap. If you want to study musicology, you are doomed <laughs> to a life of listening to that quality of field recordings. <laughs> yeah. But actually, you know, after some time, uh, you learn to enjoy the recordings because 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 if if you if if you don't uh, listen to the to the bad quality behind the bad quality, there are beautiful tunes. Yes. And I think I, who recognized that one? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's a kind of Moros Sigur Forgatos tune, which yes. also appears in, in the in the, for example, the music of Fashion Show Fava. Yes. Or Mazokurban. So, let's talk a bit about the dance cycle, since we are at a dance camp here, um, and, uh, and and I know there's some films, but um, Shoma will have asked him to talk about the basic dance cycle. I know uh, Suciano, she was teaching, has explained some of this, but uh, let's hear from Shoma the, the the rundown of how the dance from Nyarache or Nyaradmente works. Okay, I will start it from long before the 20th, 20th century from the Renaissance. Uh, uh, there is uh, an idiomatic uh, phenomenon within the Renaissance which is called Haromatans, so the, uh, how to say, uh, trial nature of couple dances. Trial? Trial, try, try to solve try, try, try Triad, okay. triad, triad of, of, of the couple dances, which is basically lepe, forgo, ugro, so uh, walking dance, processional, then turning, uh, or spinning, and the ugro, which is the jumping dance. Uh, all uh, the Transylvanian uh, <coughs> the couple dances in, the, in this in, in, uh, are in or are derived from this uh, this idiom, uh, which we call erdi turstanzok. And uh, in this idiom and uh, in the Sekai world. Uh, the slow, uh, and that's why we we call it uh, uh, without any specific names as dance cycle beginning slow couple dance. There is uh, semi-slow or semi-slow couple dance, which is uh, for example and there is fast couple dance. Uh, and the dance cycle begins with uh, with a slow couple dance, which is uh, in Nyaradmente called Yartatos. <coughs> Uh, Yartatos, uh, but uh, later Yartatos is a pretty old couple dance. So it's it's uh, it, it it it's I don't know it's it's originated in, in around the Renaissance. And later, when the chardash as a fashion dance came uh, in, into the Hungarian culture and the rural culture, uh, it was actually a, a salon fashion dance with very few simple steps. And uh, in the villages, when it just entered the villages, the, this, this phenomenon, the Chardash fashion, only the name was replaced in the older couple dance, Nayartatosh. And uh, actually, the Chardash was incorporated, Chardash incorporated all the figure, uh, figure palette of, uh, of the previous uh, pre Chardash couple dance. That's why the Chardashes are so different. In every village, because they are uh, not not just in Yaradmente, but the Kolodosegi Chardash is so different from a Matushegi, uh, a Fuzeshi is different from a Polatkai, because these dances were not called Chardash once. That's just a <coughs> newcomer name. Okay, uh, there are also some melodical, rhythmical differences between the Chardash and Shepherdi. Was the first, and and you know, to to, to noticing 
this uh, process that an old dance, an old dance as Riartatos, fades away from the practice. The, the dance steps remain, but the, the, the accompanying tunes of, uh, of, of, the, of the couple dance are changing. Uh, and this discovery, this notice, noticing in the beginning of the 20th century, it was, it was a very, very progressive thing. And, and, and definitely it was, Shepard uh, 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 could not dis, uh, discover and notice it if it, he uh, wouldn't be a, a local native of Kibid. So, uh, uh, for example, just, just a short story about the difference in melody and melody written between Yartatos and Chardash. Uh, the Yartatos, the old Yartatos melodies are, uh, are usually dominated or were usually dominated we can we can trace it back to the from the from the early recordings by <coughs> uh, so-called uh, big triplets in the in the melody rhythm which is not triola the big triplets are like this so this rhythmic melody rhythm or uh, for uh, a very good example for it is Sabo Victor from Mezőképen. He he plays very consequently in this in this manner. Or this big triplets end. And uh, when Bartók uh, went to the uh, the upper Moros region in the Romanian villages, he he recorded the same manner. And then uh, it was also recorded in the Kurdish Pataki Duitesh uh, by Laita uh, in in, uh, uh, in the 1940s. So uh, and then uh, it was just replaced as the Yartatos name was replaced by the Chardash name by the syncopation uh, instead of of big, big free plans. And there is a very uh, instructive story for that, which is told uh, to me by Pavoi. Who, who played a lot of in a lot of weddings with Sobo Victor in this region uh, in the 80s, and once uh, Victor started to play this one, and there was a, 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 a someone from the wedding who was drunk enough to stop him by grabbing the the, the, the neck of the fiddle, <coughs> and he and he told him, "Do not play Romanian. Do not play Romanian. Then what should I play?" Play Hungarian. That's the same tune with syncopation, which and actually it's it's uh, so it was replaced in Hungarian regions, uh, uh, in Hungarian villages. It was replaced by syncopation. Uh, however, uh, replaced because and and in by the 80s, local village folk were not socialized in this rhythm, so they, they thought it's, 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 it's a Romanian one. Because the Romanians still kept it. Still kept it. And uh, the truth is actually, it's, 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 uh, it's not Hungarian or not Romanian, it's Hungarian and Romanian, so it's shared stuff. And that's also true for the syncopation, however, it's mostly in Hungarian because the, the, those are, uh, those syncopation forms are introduced in, in, in Hungarian villages because of the polgárosodás, which, uh, which is, which is I, I, I would love to have an English term for that, but there's no proper English term. The gentrification? Ge not, no, yeah, not, that, okay. not the best one, but... but uh, now let's, uh, I, I do want to okay. make sure we okay. don't run out of time. Uh, so yeah, we yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, yeah, the Yartatos. Yartatos, after the Forgatos, the, the, the turning dance. The turning dance. 
By the way, the same terms, Jártatós, Forgatós, were preserved even in locations where in, in the Hungarian ethnicity, Jártatós was replaced the term by uh, to Csárdás. It's preserved in Romanian settlements where they called Purtáta, which is Jártatós, and then they call it Invertita, which is Forgatós. <coughs> okay, so Forgatós comes after that, and then uh, the Szöktetős, or Sebes, uh, as Seprődi, by the way, calls it Ugros, but you know, Sökni and Ugorni in Seke language, that's quite the same. So, uh, and it has no relation, it's very important, it's, it has no relation with the, with the uh, Ugros of, 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 of the Transdanubian region of Dunatul, for example. Now, and there we have two. Yes, because I was going to say we have the three elements from yeah. the Renaissance yes. we talked about the stepping, the turning, the jumping. But we also learning Varmegyesh, right? We, we learned Varmegyesh, yes. The add-on after the Suktatush, which is a faster yeah. version of the Forgotish. Yeah. What Va the heck is that? Varmegyesh or Shebesh. Varmegyesh or Shebesh. By the way, that was uh, the tune played by the Dara Dramatei uh, Primash in the, in, the, in the recording. That's uh, the Shebesh. It's, it's called Varmegyesh because it, uh, it comes, so that's very important that the locals will, uh, if, if, an, if a dance originally arrives, from outside their, so if a, if a dance comes into the rocker repertoire from outside their region of their group identity, they will name it uh, as uh, its suspected origin. Or origin. Uh, it's, and and in, in this case, it's not, it's not a suspection, it comes from the Varmegyei region, which is not Székelyföld. Uh, it's actually the local variant uh, version of the of the dance, which we all know from the Upper Moros region as Shepes Forduló. <coughs> and it's it's very important, and and, and, and I think it's uh, it's uh, it's very important to highlight because in the dance house still a lot of people confuses Felső Moros Menti uh, music like Vajda Szentivány and Magyar Péter Laka. Uh, as uh, Székelyföld, that's not Székelyföld, that was, that, that was never part of the Székelyföld and, and it's very important in the local people, if you ask the local people, they do not, do not have Székely identity because they are not Székelyes, they were Jobbágy, they were peasants or serfs and uh, Székelyes were never uh, uh, peasants, but ne never, uh, they, were, they were never ruled by nobles, aristocracy actually. Uh, so then, uh, the Shebesh, uh, the Shebesh, and it's very interesting that, uh, as in the Felső uh, Marosmente, where the Shebesh Forduló is internal part of the local dance repertoire, it's played at the beginning of the dance cycle, while in Nyaradmente it's played at the end of the dance cycle. And also, they have Verbung as well, and, uh, you know, uh, if I have a little time, because it's it's actually a, a very interesting, and it's I think could be a surprising thing to you. But what is the origin of Shebesh Fordlo? Because because it doesn't fit into this uh, triad, and uh, Ishvan Pavoy has a has a very interesting hypothesis on that. Because if we if we uh, investigate dances uh, in other parts of uh, Transylvania, for example, the Aranyos Vidék, there are, uh, there is a dance called Sherény there, which is originally uh, a dance which has a solo version, which is a male dance, and a couple version. And also in Erdély Hegyeir Magyar Betze, we know the Öreges Csárdás, it has a solo version, as a férfi dance, as a, as a male dance, 
and also a couple version. So Shebesh Forduló is perhaps uh, the, rem the remnant, the couple reminiscent of a dance which also which which was once the Felsőmarosmenti version of Legényes. Felsőmarosmenti version of Legényes, and you know Shebesh uh, Forduló. That's also very kindred uh, term with, for example, kettő sírulője. So it's not, not uh, so so the, the term is not not the forduló is sebes, but the sebes dance has a forduló part, mm. and perhaps it, there was sebes I don't know what something which was a solo as kettős has kettő sírtató, and kettő sírulója sírulő by the way it's forduló. You know that's the same sírulni forduló that's the same same word. So. That's a hypothesis that perhaps it, because you know the legényes, the erdély legényes exists in a lot of various locations. In Kalotaszeg it exists, in, in Mezőség it exists, it exists as a, uh, in, in, in the Maroskukülök vidéke as Pontozó or Verbunk, uh, Öregverbunk, or it exists as, as Filoláhos in, in Felcsík or Dimes. But in Felső Marosmente there's no, uh, no old style férfi tánc, let's dance, only Verbunk. And presumably the Sebes Forduló was once something like that, as, uh, as a very similar dance practice exists in Aranyosvidék, with a very similar rhythmic accompaniment and so on. Yes, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, we've talked about the dancing, now let's see some. Why don't we look at the, there are uh, two examples, like the 1962? 1962, yes, by, uh, recorded by the, uh, the, the before mentioned uh, Rezső Végvári. Yep. Uh, also by Lurin Slajos. It's a Nyáratsaya, uh, it's from Nyáratsaya. Uh, please watch out for the volume. Uh, this is a silent film, yeah? yeah no, that's, this, this, uh, you, you don't have to, that's a silent film actually. Yeah. But, uh, but the next one will be actually the sound. Okay. Oh, that's the move. Boy under than girl under. If you're listening on the podcast, this part you should check out on YouTube. Yeah, these dances, uh, these recordings can be accessed by the way the Neptan Studiostar archive of the Institute of Musicology. Okay. So I'm these these are all accessible and online. Okay. And now I will mind the volume as we look <laughs> at yeah. Martin Görg, a collection from 1969. Yeah, actually, by the way, this video was put into the internet by Danish Dreisinger. Uh, and and who, who we greatly miss uh, uh, from here from the Chipke. Uh, okay. This is accompanied by a E flat clarinet and, and violin. They start with the Artotos.
interesting because these these are actually local. That's not a not an original functional recording. These are local dancers participating in a, in the Dunamanti Folklore Festival, which was a which was a folklore festival, and and and, and a lot of uh, village groups were performing on stage. Sometimes choreography is either choreography. This one this one, however, is not a choreography because the BB uh, can see that they are improvising. And Martin used this opportunity to to record them in Budapest. So it's not made in in Nyaracsaya. It's made in the same venue when he, for example, made the the duties from Kementeke, which is with, which is with Romanians. I think it's in the Margit Siget. It's actually an eight minutes, eight minutes long video, so I think we don't want to do. It's on, it's, it's on YouTube. So. It's on YouTube, so you can access it, or you can ask it from Danish. Yes, you can, uh, if you can find him. Okay, so um, as the last bit before, we might have a time for a question or two, um, but I would uh, like Shimon to talk about the basic musical setup, the the band, the orchestration, how the band came together. In in Yaradmeta region. Yes, I don't want to run out of, run out of time by all means. So uh, just very briefly, uh, the basic orchestration uh, <coughs> in the beginning and first part of 20th century resembled to the <coughs> orchestration we know from Shovidek. So there was no contra there, no 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 harmonic accompaniment. There was a, a violinist, uh, which was usually uh, uh, sometimes as a extra added added uh, E flat clarinetist. And there was uh, Cimbalom, who, who played the so-called Prim Cimbalmozash, which is a heterophonic melody playing and not a chordic accompaniment, which is an older version of, of Cimbalom accompaniment and, 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 uh, and characteristic of uh, Transylvanian Cimbalom music of the Sekeifeld and the Fersimorosmente. Uh, and, uh, and there was also double bass. So that, that, that's, that's, a, that's the presumed original orchestration of this region, which is similar to the Shopideki. And then, uh, from the second half of the 20th century, uh, uh, the Praccia, the, the Contra, uh, started to appear in the local, mu uh, local repertoire. Why? Because, uh, because for example, in, uh, in the, not, not in Pekecaja, but in Sandfeld, which, which was very close to, to the Felső Marosmente, to Magyar Péter Baka, uh, there were no local musicians after the 1950s, and and therefore uh, the Peter Lakizenekar was uh, uh, was hired to 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 provide music uh, for the for the Nyarad Menti as well. Namely, uh, 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 all of that. And, uh, mm -hmm. and this and, is exactly what happened last night, yeah. where uh, all the, the 130 violinists we had here with Kazakos Levente, which was amazing, played Peter Lak music. No problem. The dancers were dancing the Nyarad Menti. Yes, uh, actually, in Nyaracsaya, they, they were not playing in Peter. Like they had uh, their own musicians because it, they right. played in Sandfeld. In Bekecsaya, they had their own musicians. Uh, uh, we know uh, recordings from one remarkable fiddler called Kalányos Gábor. Uh, and also, uh, in uh, Nyarad, uh, Kalányos Gábor was in Nyarad Magyarós. And in Nyaracsaya, there was Forrai, uh, Forrai Mihály, I think. So they had their own musicians. Uh, that's basically the the, the instrument. There was no contra in the at the beginning of the of the 20th century. That's a very important thing to 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 underline. Uh, 
it's a it's a, 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 a how to say a, a music which is free from the boundaries of harmony. <laughs> <laughs> well, are there any? We have an opportunity to finally have some audience participation. Does anyone have any questions for Shoman? It's okay if nobody does, but yes, I should. Yes. You but yes. So the question is about about Yobai Telke, a nearby region. Yes, right thank area. you for the question. Actually, I missed it. Yobai Telke belongs to the Sandfield. It belongs belongs to the to the upper northern Aradmente, to the Sandfield. Bartok also collected music in in Yobai Telke in, in his uh, 1914 field trip, and uh, the Peter Lucky uh, ensemble provided music for the for 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 uh, the Yobai Telke village folk as well. And there was also a, 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 a person like Lurin Flajosin, who was Bala who was also a local villager who just started to 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 do extensive uh, research and, and collection work in the in the in the area. Uh, a lot of uh, folk dance. It's a, it's a, the dance cycle. Actually, it's quite similar. Yes. Any other questions? Yes, John. Uh, as a uh, Hungarian impaired person. Uh, I'm wondering what the Sheyad part of Nyarat means. Anything? <laughs> I have no clues. Okay. I so, guess you're So we wow. don't know what Sheya means in Nyarat Sheyad, but we know what Magyarosh means in Nyarat Magyarosh. Okay. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps some, some uh, term in the local vernacular language which we don't know, so that's, that's, uh, that happens actually. It's, it's very interesting because, because for example, in the Felső Magyarosh, the Romanian languages, uh, languages, language. They use uh, the local dialect. They use a lot of loan words from 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 the Sekes, but such loan words, which loan words uh, are 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 in the local Sekes vernacular language. So we we might not even know the Hungarian yeah. uh, loan word, but then it's 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 appearing in the Romanian uh, with Romanian uh, grammar, with Romanian uh, suffixes, with Romanian uh, uh, phonetic rules. So. No one will just recognize and, and and for example they call the they call the the oven in in uh, in Gurgen, uh, and and we, we did not know when when I was there with Shiga, it's funny that what what what, the, what kind of Hungarian long, long word can can it be and actually in in uh, in, in Yaradmente, uh, uh, the oven is called fütő and from the fütő is fityu. Mm -hmm. So the other question had isn't really a question it's just amusing and that is. Um, I kind of was aware of this triole becoming syncopation before. I don't know, one of our previous lecturers may have mentioned it. And I thought it might have something to do with the fact that you have natural syncopation in Hungarian lyrics and you do not in Romanian lyrics. It's like you have lots uh, of, because you have long and short vowel and you don't have that in Romanian. Uh, I think there's no relation between the between the language uh, the language prosody and the, and the syncopation, okay. because singing Hungarian in the syncopation uh, 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 lyrics are quite unnatural. So I never uh, I never I would never told uh, like so there's no so that's unnatural, uh, very unnatural. Actually, singing Hungarian uh, in songs. Without syncopation, it's 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 way more way more natural, way more close to the close to the to the natural natural and organic uh, internal rhythm of Hungarian language.
Can be. Can be. Can be. Can be. Which, 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 which definitely means the bank of the nyarad. Can be. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, any other questions? Yes, go ahead, Mark. Did they, um, like, like traditionally, did they like do standard tuning for like violence, or did they like consciously do alternate tunings at all? Like, like thinking of people like in like a village, like not having a lot of outside. So the question is whether the violin or other instrument was standard tuning, yeah. or did they customize their tuning, or did not know better, so to speak, to go standard? I don't Yes, I gotcha. Uh, in Nanashe, I, I, I uh, answer you with a, with a, a scientific, uh, with a scientific uh, answer that uh, we have no information. <laughs> we, have, we have no information of other than a standard tuning. Okay. We say uh, take the fifth. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think we're out of time. And I would like, really like to thank everybody for coming and for Shoma to being here and making our little dream come true of making a, a special Tansas talk uh, I hope it's not the last episode. No, no, I'll see you in Florida at the tennis court, yes. Um, so I'll do the usual outro music and I'm gonna flip the camera and everybody gets the chance to say goodbye. So until next time, thank you for tuning in and uh, thank you Shoma once again. Thank you. Ajit. And thank I think we all learn a lot more. Thank you so much guys.